0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of Reflections on the Asian Aspiration. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of regional development and good examples. If you've not listened to that, do go back to it after this, of course. On that note, have I said welcome? Uh, I think I did. Greetings to all our returning guests. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. And if you're new, hello to you. It's good to have you here. Culture is the subject of today's interview compilation. It's the idea that there's an Asian mind and an African mind and perhaps that's a differentiator as to the journeys of these two continents. Whether or not you believe that, it would be interesting to hear where you lie on the spectrum or side whichever you choose as well so today we'll be hearing from two speakers the first would be dr david mounier he's the co-director of the confucius institute at the university of johannesburg in south africa and our second speaker would be professor edmond Tayo from the Ateneo de manila university in the philippines it's a short one so do hang around okay so straight into today's episode so first up would be dr mounier and he would be speaking Speaking from the South African perspective. Let's hear what he has to say. Isn't it time to ask people over 50 to step aside in Africa?
1: Yeah, Yes and no. Um, I think the question of um, aging leadership, I mean, it's becoming quite a serious uh, issue. I think what you need is uh, continuity and change uh, where you have the older generation um, with rich knowledge of what went right and wrong in the past, but at the same time um, have the younger generation uh, coming in. Um, I think that way uh, you'll have a much more balanced leadership. That's what I would uh, would, uh, need in Africa. So you said yesterday that Asian countries didn't have roadmaps, which which I agree with. Do you think there are some kind of self-enforcing, almost catalytic things that we could do in South Africa or Africa? You can pick what, how you answer this, but are there things, what can set something going? There are quite a lot of uh, triggers. Um, I think we have the xenophobic um, uh, disturbances in South Africa. We're also having a massive movement of African youth to Europe, uh, and, and the majority of them dying in the Mediterranean seas. Um, I think this is a, a call uh, for the continent to really look at Asia with. Uh, a, a really different uh, lenses. Um, there is no one particular classic example to pick on. Um, I would um, um, prefer looking and having read the manuscript, uh, looking rather on uh, issue base, sector base, and fish them from different uh, countries uh, in a manner that fits. China gives a very good example. Whether we like it or not, whether it's democratic or not, it's neither here nor there. I think what China has done is to uplift um, seven to 800 million people out of poverty, which that remains a fact, acknowledged by the World Bank. And I think that's a key issue for Africa. And perhaps Africans could then look at some of those uh, interventions in China that enable them to do that, uh, specifically as a focus on China. Um, and move into Japan in areas that Japan is doing very well, and that fits best fits the African environment. So doing that, I think zooming in the Asian region uh, with focused attention to areas or zones of uh, similarities where um, Asian interventionist approach uh, converge with African realities. I think that. And also abandon areas where there's uh, divergence. Uh, and, and I think in that way, you, you, you're going to speed up the development on the African continent. How do you translate good ideas into action? How do you translate good idea um, into action? Or what are the hindrances? Uh, procrastination. I mean, I'll talk about my own country, um, South Africa. Uh, We, I think our shelves are full of uh, policies and lots of good ideas. But at the end of the day, none seem to be taking off. And um, I think the only best way is to balance good ideas. But the best thing is just to get on it, do it. Uh, And there's this fear of failure. Um, I think most governments tend to uh, very pragmatic and in a way uh, looking for the next five years elections I think real leaders are the ones who um, uh, try and 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 see if you uh, will succeed and just along the way then ideas are led by action rather than writing volumes of um, um, somehow, um, sorry to use this word, I and mean, useless ideas, mm. um, volumes of them that uh, will come to nothing
2: at the end of the day.
1: So yesterday, we uh, there was some talk about the book. Can Asians think, and the parallel? Can Africans think? And you mentioned the uh, why. what is a Ubuntu not feature in the book? Can you maybe say something about the, the African mindset? Whether you agree with with uh, Kingsley mm. and. Um, the japanese ambassador's view i do agree greatly with some of the views i mean um as an african i really believe that um i think at the heart of some of our challenge is that um, without going for victimhood kind of mentality but we cannot ignore the total onslaught of the continent unlike asia Um, were massive of its people, whether the continent was involved or not, were shipped out of the continent. These were able people, um, hardworking people, um, into Americas for slavery. Um, And then you had two other total onslaughts. One is religion uh, and the danger of religion, which we really, it's a taboo to talk about that, Um, that whether we like it or not, the kind of religion practice on the continent are anti-developmental as well as colonialism in itself. So what all these factors, what has done, uh, especially in my country, um, in South Africa where the failure of of those in power is to really uh, fail to understand uh, the total onslaught on the mindset of Africans in terms of thinking, uh, lack of confidence, um, apart it, it was nothing else, I mean there was nothing special about it, it was most dumbest uh, policy you can ever think of it, but I think where it, where it succeeded is to, to attack the mindset of, of, of African people, where there's lack of, of self-confidence, uh, and I don't think the new government uh, thought it through uh, to reverse a path mindset, and to think that uh, something that is um, Asia never experienced to that extent, uh extent as 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 in Africa. Yes, there is an African mindset. Um, the, it it has to be balanced uh, with universal ideas. Um, however, um, what is important is collectiveness, uh, collective instead of individualism. And some of the crises we have is a clash of that, where an African child at home, uh, you raise with, whether you like it or not, with um, collective norms and values. Uh, However, uh, to succeed, uh, you are forced to be individualistic. And there's that constant clash of norms and values. And I think what we need to do is to combine them, these values, um, in an innovative way and, and focus them on development. Uh, that a village, a township, uh, a a city cannot develop without everyone else involved. Um, I think that will deal with all other uh, crises that uh, uh, people face.
0: Next is Professor Teo, and he shares another interesting perspective on the topic of culture as a differentiator. Let's hear what he had to share as well on the topic. What
1: are the constants for development?
2: Um, Actually, it's another way of uh, asking uh, the question. uh, An academic question always starts with uh, what's the dependent and what's the independent variable. Now, uh, all of the issues that uh, we've discussed, uh, to my mind, are all dependent uh, variables. And uh, it's the independent variable which is uh, absent, uh, hence the uh, term constant. Mm. Uh, the constant uh, to my mind is uh, simply referring to institutions and institutions can be in uh, uh, in the rules of the game so if the rules of the game are uh, unclear or even if uh, you have very clear rules of the game but uh, is not enforced uh, uh consistently then it's not a constant and therefore it does not generate the kind of Incentives and disincentives for particular behavior. Um, I'm not a believer of uh, the argument of culture. You have to distinguish culture from behavior. Um, every every nation, every people will have its own uh, culture, uh, as uh, uh, each, just like an individual, uh, would have his own history, his experience, uh, which is the very basis of. Uh, 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 beliefs, uh, customs, traditions, uh, which make one distinct from the other. But uh, what is common in, uh, in, in uh, every country uh, would be uh, institutions that basically set uh, uh, the benchmarks or standards that everyone has uh, to follow. And uh, in this regard, uh, uh, everyone, any nation, every country can uh, learn from each other. And so, when we say that um, uh, there is an African mind or there is an Asian mind, uh, to a certain extent, there may be similarities in the sense that uh, they share a geographic uh, location, they share the same or probably similar uh, what's this environment, climate, uh, and um, to a certain extent even uh, agricultural products and uh, so on, uh, but. The, there will always be something distinct in the way they uh, dress up, the, way, the kind of food that they eat, and, and, and so on. And uh, therefore, uh, defines the, the character of, uh, of, of the people. No? Uh, hence, we always ask, uh, is there an Asian mind or is there an African mind? But the bottom line, again, still, uh, to me, would be the kind of uh, institutions that we've uh, set up. Uh, the evidence of which is uh, very much available everywhere uh, and uh, we only have to go to uh, and uh, understand the history of uh, of uh, of the people and uh, perhaps this is as close as we can get as far as the asian mind is concerned uh, in the sense that um, all of uh, at least most of the asian countries uh, also started uh, with Uh, With this rent seeking uh, practices. Uh, But that uh, what distinguishes uh, Japan, Taiwan, uh, including uh, China now, and uh, South Korea, and uh, uh, probably to a certain extent India, as compared to, say, uh, uh, the country where I come from, the Philippines. Uh, Of course, uh, Vietnam is uh, fast uh, catching up, but Cambodia, Laos, Myanmar, and uh, the other Southeast Asian countries. Have yet to follow uh, the same path is that uh, we have yet to transcend no uh, this um, uh, clientelistic type of uh, uh, politics and governance. Uh, so the the constant uh, is not yet established, so to speak, compared uh, to uh, those other Asian countries that I have uh, mentioned. So. Uh, 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 perhaps that is the Asian mind. But uh, again, um, uh, the reason why I disagree with with the idea of uh, culture as a determinant of uh, political and even economic development is uh, because even Western countries started with the clientelistic or rent-seeking practices. The United States is uh, uh, probably one of the leading examples of which an even Uh, to a certain extent some uh, european countries including uh, britain and even uh, germany or or, uh, the rest of the prussian empire before Uh, so uh, we have much to learn from each other uh, without having to give up um, uh, so much of our identity of our culture Uh, hence um, uh, the idea of uh, the kind of mind that each one uh, has uh, would uh, depend um, uh, so much on individual countries, and perhaps just some similarities when we come to a regional uh, uh, which is uh, collectivity or or aggregation.
0: Interesting stuff, huh? What do you as a listener think on the role of culture in Africa's development journey? I think that's a good one to ponder on um, this afternoon um, or to start conversations about. Um, If you do take these conversations online, please do tag us on our socials, Twitter and Facebook um, so we can witness the riveting discussions that are out there as well on the topic. Before I forget... There is a reading of the introductory chapter of the book The Asian Aspiration on this channel. It should be about four or five episodes before this one. Do take a listen and see what you think. And as always, if you want to buy a copy of the book, do check the link in the description box and you'd be able to get that. And lastly, you can check out episode six of the Asian Aspiration podcast. It's also a couple episodes further down um, where I had some conversation with one of the co-authors, Emily Van Der Merwe, about the topic of culture, as well as played some of the snippets from um, our conversations with experts. So there's quite a bit of resources out there and I hope you get to use them. As always, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. For now, it's goodbye and have a wonderful rest of the week. And we'll catch you next week.